Welcome to Bite Size Edge, the podcast coming to you by Edge NLP, where our focus is unleashing people potential. I'm Jules Montague, and today I'm chatting to Sarah Crowner of Crown VA Services. Now, Sarah specializes in writing and posting social media content for her clients. Mm, something I think we might need here at HNLP. She also runs a free group on Facebook, helping to demystify social media for business owners. And she is on a mission to make social media hassle-free and accessible. Mm. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi, Jules. I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me today. It's an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So, Sarah. Just help us out here for those listening who may not have heard of the term VA. What does it actually mean? And tell me a little bit more about what you do. Okay, thank you. I will. Um, VA stands for virtual assistant. um, But in the simplest terms, really what you are is a PA to your client, but you're freelance. So you work for yourself. Um, The beauty of that being that you can have a VA for uh, an hour a week if you want to or more if you want to. They're very flexible. Um, And if you're a client that is perhaps not in a position to take on a staff member, so you don't want to go through the whole PAYE and all that, um, it means that you can have an extra pair of hands, which, you know, as business owners, we wear all the hats. It's, It's very tricky. We spin in a lot of plates and a lot of the time we've got families as well. So being able to hand over a task to someone else is invaluable, I think. Um, And I absolutely love working with the clients I've got. And I love being that person. They say, oh, thank goodness, Sarah. Thank you so much. What would I do without you, etc. And have you always been a VA or is this something more recently? Yeah, I've been running my business for four years now. Prior to that, um, for about 24 years, showing my age, um, I was working uh, as a PA to senior management team level uh, individuals in sort of corporate companies, big telecoms companies or IT companies. I've also worked in the wellness industry as well. Um, and a solicitors so lots of variety in the types of organizations I've worked for but nearly always it's been like the MD or the CEO or or somebody like that and it, it really gives you a huge insight to the fact that you know at that position it's very lonely you need that person that you can shut the office door and say oh I've got this problem you know can you help me what do you think um, and I thoroughly enjoyed that when I was doing it uh, in the what I would sort of term the real world, as it were. Um, but unfortunately, it didn't work that well around having children. If you're a PA, you kind of need to be full time. And I looked down into my little five month old daughter's face when she was born and I couldn't do it. So uh, kind of here we are, really. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because um, working as a as a peer, as you said there, you you are integral to how your senior leaders are actually running their businesses. You are absolutely integral in that part, and 
probably again as you say there you know that that need for it to be full time that's really tricky isn't it as women who um choose to have that career and we want to be in that place of having that career and then choosing to have children I think it's a conversation I have so many times with women where you have to make it a choice you have to decide whether or not you're going to be in that full-time role or whether you're going to as you said there I just couldn't do it whether you're going to be more present and available for your children and I always find that's a really really difficult ask so moving out of being a full-time PA and then obviously having children what led you then into thinking do you know what I can make this work in a in a freelance basis as a VA was it a sudden light bulb moment or was it a gradual thing well it's, I mean, I'm not woo-woo, but I, it really was the universe absolutely handed this to me. So I, I'd heard of VAs and I thought, wow, that sounds like a bit of a pipe dream. You know, it sounds a bit too good to be true. And I really wanted to know more, but I kind of didn't know. And for a little while, I, I did do a really flexible part-time role in a charity. Um, and that worked really well. And I had an incredible boss who was like you can do anything Sarah and what a lovely man I'll never forget that um but during that time um I was in a slimming group <laughs> as you do and on a walk with the members of my group I met this lady who she said I said oh what do you do you know and she said oh I'm a virtual assistant and I practically dived on her I was like tell me how to do it <laughs> And she was incredibly kind to me. She gave me time. She helped me with resources. She pointed me in the right direction um, and even helped me on the day I was trying to set my website up, which was completely all new to me. So what an amazing lady. And um, I always try to pay that forward. If somebody says to me or Sarah, I'm thinking of becoming a VA, I'll always give them the time because that lady and and many after her gave me so much time and that's how the VA community is actually because we're all just similar people trying to have a similar dream and and trying to make it work there's some incredible leaders in that industry as well that um, you can follow or connect with Uh, Joanne Monroe runs a fantastic huge community on Facebook and there's another lady called Emma Rowley, who runs another Facebook community and uh, a membership and things like that. They are incredible, incredible ladies. And yes, it's a fantastic community to be in as well. And um, so you talked about these two individuals who have their presence on Facebook. Um, When I did the introduction to you, Sarah, I said that you're also running a free um, Facebook group tell me a little bit more about this because you talk about paying forward and this feels a little bit like you are paying forward well um having niched down to social media a couple of years ago um I found that I really enjoyed doing it I love it I actually love it as a person as well as professionally so I love social media uh, I think it has its bad points obviously but there's a lot of good in it and there's a lot of potential in it as well so one of the clients I worked for, he was running a group, which has he's since um, 
finished, but it was he was trying to help tradesmen get back on their feet after COVID had hit. And he was providing incredible value on, you know, how to market yourself and the different channels and bits and pieces. And I was his VA at the time and I was helping him with the group. Um, and when he decided to move away from that because he got really busy with client work, I thought, wow, that's such a good idea. Um, and I love sharing with people. I love sharing ideas and strategies and little just helping them, really. I suppose that is part of being a VA. Um, and so I started a Facebook community, um, which is aimed at business owners who may be not in a place to take on a VA at the moment which is completely understandable, uh, but they really need help. They need help with, or oh, what shall I write about? Or how do I create an image to go with a testimonial? Or um, how do I use Instagram? Um, so I'm not an expert, but I know how I use it. And I break it down into kind of quite accessible tips and ideas for people and say, well, this is how I use it. And works well for me and my clients and this is what I do and I think the payback for that a is seeing other community members thrive and feel confident and you know they'll always remember you then I think they'll think well you know Sarah's good she's really helpful and she provides a lot of value and I think that that can in turn give you a bit of a a, a, a sort of good PR machine really a good bit of word of mouth sales and sometimes they may then come to a point where they would like to hire you as well or take one of your services like a power hour or something like that where you compact some knowledge and pass it on in quite a short space of time so yeah that's that was what I was trying to do with that and I am absolutely loving it I never get stuck for what to write and I absolutely really adore the members especially the ones that are really well engaged and just like to see them thriving really it's good so you talked there about your um, power hour. I like that concept. <laughs> I really like that. And I also know, because I do follow you on social media, um, I also know that you do something with vision boarding. Mm. So, um, and the reason I'm asking you this is because you talked about pipe dream and your, your dreams about being a VA and actually making it reality. So tell me about vision boarding. If anybody doesn't know, you can describe what it is and... <laughs> If there's any, you know, from your point of view, has it been helpful? Is it powerful? Does it help you manifest? Yes to all of that. Um, <laughs> so two years ago, um, when COVID came along, I had one main client. I still have that client today, thankfully, but in a, a much smaller capacity. Their business was hit very hard. They were in uh, the tourism industry. And although it wasn't my fault that I lost that work and I had to rebuild I felt really down about it um I felt really like oh what am I even doing this for massive imposter syndrome and so on so I went looking for something a resource to build me up again and I came across a book called you are a badass by this American lady called Jen Sincero and literally from page one I was laughing along with her she's got a lovely uh, writing style Inside that book, one of her big recommendations, apart from really loving yourself and saying I am enough and I've got this and kind of affirmations and stuff, but she talks about vision boards. So I thought, okay, I'm going to research this and look into it. And I made one for myself and um, 
very clumsily on this whiteboard and, and put it up. And my family thought I was hilarious, right? My partner was like, what are you manifesting this? And really laughed at me. And I was mortified. I was embarrassed, I must admit. But I did it, I tried it, and I started to achieve the things that were on it. And I kept thinking, gosh, I wish that I could put this somewhere more private. Like, I wish it was electronic and I could save it on my computer. Um, but anyway, time went on, still manifesting things, things still coming up. And I think the key to that, by the way, is that not that it's a magic thing. It's just that you're more open to those opportunities. And the more you tell your brain, that's what I want, the more you go, right, OK, well, if that's what you want, let's look into that, you know. So eventually I kind of it's not my idea but it, I came up with the fact of doing the vision board digitally so that I didn't have to have a physical board and I used a brilliant free tool called Canva which many people are probably quite familiar with and uh, I made one for myself and I loved it and I loved using it and I would set up each morning and look at it before I started work and it really started to motor on and started to really happen um and so I thought I know maybe other people would like this and certainly one of the um networking groups I was in someone said I would get you to do that for me because I can't be bothered to figure out how to do it but I'd love one and I thought yeah okay and I really love doing it because people when they're deciding what's going to go on their board they like get really excited and lit up and it's brilliant it's such a lovely thing to do so I really really love doing it um and recently I started doing workshops or masterclasses on how to make your own one so I show people how to do it for themselves if they want to but I will always uh, offer that service because I love doing it and then after that I sort of researched some additional exercises that you can do when you're feeling a little bit blocked around your goals because actually even though we think we want something sometimes we can be a bit fearful of achieving it old stories that we're telling ourselves or what if it changes me as a person or whatever and I've created some exercises around unblocking those fears and unblocking those limiting beliefs as well so when I do a board for a client I send them those exercises as well so I think all round I think it should be something that really gives somebody a great deal of pleasure as well which is you know can't beat that can you not at all not at all I love that that you're creating little exercises it's very NLP Sarah <laughs> um, around one of the blocks because we always say um you know when we're when we're talking in in the world of NLP that our conscious is our goal setter so that vision board is very much consciously set so we're creating that in a conscious space and our unconscious is the goal getter so we send it off to work in that whole realm of manifesting and making it happen so we know what it is that we want and then unconsciously we we get to work in in creating that for ourselves so I absolutely love the idea of vision boards and I have to say I, I have used vision boards for years and years I always start it at the beginning of the year and this year I've done it slightly differently actually I have it in a notebook I'm very um, kinesthetic and I like my paper and my pen um, so I've created vision boards around particular areas of my life so I've got a vision board for um, family I've got a vision board 
for home. Um, we recently moved and there's lots of renovation projects tapping away. So there's lots of things, but very specifically in different areas of my, my life, which I love too. And then I have an overall vision board that sits very much every morning I look at it and it's really, it, as you say, it's great just to be able to, before you start work, just sitting down and having that moment in that butterflies in your belly feeling, isn't it? <laughs> but, but life's good. There are good things going on. But I love this idea of the affirmation piece as well that you talked about from the book that you read. Um, and I, are you, um, have you heard of Mel Robbins? I've heard of them, yes, but I've, I don't know anything more. So Mel Robbins um, has the, it's the five, four, three, two, one. So she does the whole, you, you count backwards from five, four, three, two, one. And it's all about changing habits and how you think about things. Um, you know, the alarm goes off and you count five, four, three, two, one, and you're up before you think about anything. Um, I need this when I go running. I need to be counting down rather than talking myself out of it. But she also talks, I was listening to her podcast over the weekend um, with Chris Evans, a really interesting thing that actually I was um, doing with my daughter who was struggling to get to sleep last night. And she, and the reason I'm telling you this is you've just reminded me of it with your, with what you were saying there, I am enough, I've got this. And she says about placing your hand over your heart center where the vagus nerve runs and just almost putting a little bit of pressure on onto that space and then repeating the mantra or affirmation of I'm OK, I'm safe, I'm loved. And I thought that's really, really simple, but so powerful. So um, it's one that, as I say, I shared with my 11 year old last night and she loved it because it's it's a really good distraction, isn't it? Rather than saying to yourself, I can't get to sleep, just having that little mantra that's playing through. But I really like the idea of just having it at your heart center. So you've got that physical connection with self as well as just playing out the words. So yeah, I just thought I'd share that. I know I went off on a tangent. No, I, I just sit in thinking, I love that. I, over the past sort of six months, for reasons I don't really understand, they may be menopause related, I don't really know, but I've had a lot of anxiety and a lot of imposter syndrome and I found it a little bit difficult to focus some days. So I do affirmations each morning and I was, uh, I'm was i sort of in touch with this uh, mindset coach who was saying that sometimes you need to give your brain almost a different instruction. So the instruction at the moment is run around and panic because we're anxious but each day you might, it, well, I found it helpful to give it another instruction. So I journal, how am I feeling today? And then I journal, how do I wish I was showing up? So it doesn't, you know, you wouldn't, it doesn't have to be anything grand. It could just be today I I wish I was really productive or today I would be really productive and happy and contented. And, and I have to say, as bonkers as that sounds, it really has worked for me. So, yeah, I've, I'm a huge believer in affirmations and just, as you say, give your brain just that little different message because it's its primary job is to protect you. It's detecting a threat somehow and it, it's gone into overdrive um, and, and we just need to go, hang on, no, it's, it's all fine. Thanks for letting me know, but no, we're fine. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you're so right, because our thoughts really do become our reality. So whatever we're thinking about, we play out. So that idea of being able to just almost reframe it and create what we do want as opposed to focusing on what we don't want. We, we live in a negativity bias, don't we? That's how we, we roll. It's part and parcel of being human. So being able to flip that negativity to a positive statement can be, as you say, just that small shift that needs to happen just to think about it differently. Um, and again, to your point there, I'm a big, big believer in getting words down on a piece of paper, you know, journaling. And I always start my mornings with, for you, and again, it triggered my thought of just for today. So just for today, I am just for today. So we take the pressure off ourselves of going forever. This is who I am. So I am patient. I am kind. Just for today, I practice patience. Just for today. So it's it's your you're focusing in again what it is that you want just for today. And that's I love okay. that. So it's just a, it's another way of, of looking at what you're already doing. Um, yeah, taking the pressure off ourselves. <laughs> we're so good at that too, aren't we? Just putting yeah. huge amounts of pressure. And before we came onto this, you were talking about yesterday and the the, the juggle that we have between you'd been out with the, the kids and your partner for a great day 14,000 steps I'm very impressed <laughs> and then he had to come home and do all of the ironing and cook dinner and probably make the lunches and da, 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 da. and we we play multiple roles so every now and again it's important just to make ourselves priority just for a few minutes every day so I really like the idea that you, you've got there with your vision boarding and your affirmations and your journaling um, yeah. yeah I've put that as my spiritual uh, objective on the vision board so there's like nine areas that you can use and one of those is a spiritual objective and so mine is uh, daily journaling and, and self-care and I think it's good to remind yourself um, to do that each day if you're if you're a parent or if you're a busy person in general anyway reminding yourself to look after yourself it's a great example to your kids first of all but also it just just reminds you, come on, I'm this is good, I'm worth it. And um self sort of love, which we're sort of programmed against, really. Like that means you think you're great or something, but doing something loving for yourself is absolutely invaluable and has helped me a great deal. Even if it's just like I am at the moment, reading my favorite author. I've got her new book and I'm like escaping into her book every day for 20 minutes or so. Yeah, absolutely. We we have to, and it is a have to, we have to carve out those pockets of time. Um, and you're right, we have such a such a connection to it being negative. Oh, it's the ego, or it means that we are, you know, arrogant if we it's not at all. It, it's so important. And to your point there, it, it's the role modeling piece as well. By you yeah. doing it, your children see that. And they see it as a positive. And so that builds their habits too. So I'm a big, big believer in all of those things. <laughs> um, Sarah, just coming back to your work as a VA, I wanted to ask you this earlier on. Um, and just really interested to hear from you about what has been the weirdest thing you've ever been asked to do as a VA. I'm probably putting you on the spot here. But what's the weirdest thing you've ever been asked to do? Well, that's an easy one, actually. Um, I've recently been working with a client who 
their big headache and what I've helped them with on a project was a, a health and safety review that they had. So in my past life, I have done lots of work in human resources and facilities, and I had a, a lot of experience with health and safety and stuff. So I said to the lady, yeah, no problem at all. So we went to their site, uh, a lovely um, porter cabin in Southall, because I'm living the dream. <laughs> and bless her, what a lovely, lovely lady. Every, you know, she was a real roll your sleeves up sort of a client. She wouldn't ever ask you to do something that she wouldn't do herself. But we had to um, get the brightly coloured tape and tape up all these mats that were slipping on the floor and then we were like sticking up signs about health and safety so that when they have their review they're going to pass with flying colours and she was so grateful and everything but I was on my hands and knees in a porter cabin in Southall putting tape on the floor now I was incredibly happy to do it because she's such a an amazing lovely lovely lady I do lots of other fun stuff with her as well but I was like Hmm, this is not where I saw my day going today. But uh, yeah, all the same, I was incredibly glad to kind of take that headache away from her um, because she was worried about it. So yeah, we got that done. Look at the skills you're bringing to the table. <laughs> I mean, goodness me, that's yeah, that's fabulous. I love that. That that's, that's a yeah, that's an interesting um, requirement as a VA. But I love the fact that. That's what you were able to bring, and it's interesting, isn't it? How, as you said there, in a in a past life, this is you have the knowledge. So it's amazing how, actually, when we think about it, we've got so many pieces of of knowledge and sharing that can be done. And uh, you've now got one very very happy client. Yeah, bless her. Which is wonderful. Which is wonderful. Um. So. Tell me about a typical day. So today is a Monday. What does what do Mondays normally look like for you, Sarah? So I use a brilliant free tool called Trello, which is like it's a bit like a to do list on the screen. So it's little cards and lists and things. And I use that for each of my clients. So all the work I do now is social media content. I've kind of designed it that way now. So uh, it's an incredibly flexible way to work. So I go first to Trello, I open each client's content library, which is where I save all of their social media posts. I have a theme for each day of the week um, and I create a new week each week um, and then put the different themes on the different days. And that makes writing their content incredibly easy. Well, not easy, but fast. It's a very sort of strategic way to do it. Um, I have regular review meetings with them about anything new that's coming up in the in the business or any events or anything like that. So that information is all on a card in Trello. And I also um, publish for uh, on my page and, and lots of different groups any awareness days for March. So, for example, on Tuesday tomorrow, it's International Women's Day. So I keep those cards in the Trello board as well. So it's great for just like, okay, what do I need to inspire me and, and what do I write today to, to entertain the audience of that particular client? Um, and then I start scheduling posts um, in think places like Facebook and Instagram and also LinkedIn. I don't do a lot of Twitter, seems a bit less popular now. Um, 
so yeah just that's I spend my day writing which is my dream job basically only I live by the seaside doing it then I'll be there <laughs> yeah the view of the sea that that's the next vision board yeah. the location of where you do your job yeah yeah gosh I'd, yes that would be pretty fabulous wouldn't it mm. um so Sarah we're going to bring this to a close now so just to ask you if people are listening to this and they think oh my goodness I need a Sarah in my life how do they contact you what's the best way to contact you so I do have a website which is crownvaservices.co.uk um I'm on Instagram as well under Crown VA Services funnily enough Um, And I do have a Facebook group, which I'll be happy to share uh, the link for with you. Um, I do, in fact, have a space for a regular client at the moment. So that'd be amazing. Um, It's not very often that that happens, but uh, here we are. Um, But yes, I'd love um, to contact, uh, connect with anybody who is interested in that, even if it's, you know, to be in the group and just get some ideas if they're maybe not in a space to hire a VA at the moment, which is absolutely understandable and fine because it's it's a tricky time at the moment. So, you know, we've, we've all got to help each other out, especially small businesses. Yeah, absolutely. So I will, um, on the end of our podcast here with all the information, we will share all of that so people can see how to get hold of you. So that you've got your website, um, your Instagram, and obviously your Facebook. So we will share that across Um, our network too so Sarah it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us thank you so much Jules and thanks for the opportunity I absolutely adore your company and you've certainly helped me both personally and professionally so it's a real honour to be asked and uh, yeah very exciting Oh, thank you, Sarah. So if you want to hear more from Bite Size Edge, please do follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube and Google, the home of NLP and unleashing people potential.